Listen to God's Word for January 21st. Today's reading is Genesis 36 through 38. May God bless this reading of His Word. Genesis 36 This is the account of Esau, that is, Edom. Esau took his wives from the daughters of Canaan, Ada, daughter of Elon the Hittite, Ohalabema, daughter of Anah and granddaughter of Zibion the Hivite, and Basimuth, daughter of Ishmael and sister of Nebaioth. And Ada bore Eliphaz to Esau, Basimuth gave birth to Ruel, and Ohalabema gave birth to Jeush, Jalem, and Korah. These were the sons of Esau, who were born to him in the land of Canaan. Later Esau took his wives and sons and daughters, and all the people of his household, along with his livestock, all his other animals, and all the property he had acquired in Canaan. And he moved to a land far away from his brother Jacob, for their possessions were too great for them to dwell together. The land where they stayed could not support them because of their livestock. So Esau, that is Edom, settled in the area of Mount Seir. This is the account of Esau, the father of the Edomites, in the area of Mount Seir. These are the names of Esau's sons, Eliphaz, son of Esau's wife Ada, and Ruel, son of Esau's wife Basimuth. The sons of Eliphaz were Teman, Omar, Zepho, Gatim, and Kenaz. Additionally, Timnah, a concubine of Esau's son Eliphaz, gave birth to Amalek. These are the grandsons of Esau's wife Ada. These are the sons of Ruel, Nahath, Zerah, Shammah, and Mizah. They are the grandsons of Esau's wife, Basimuth. These are the sons of Esau's wife, Oholibamah, daughter of Anah and granddaughter of Zibion, whom she bore to Esau, Jeush, Jalem, and Korah. These are the chiefs among the sons of Esau. The sons of Eliphaz, the firstborn of Esau, chiefs Teman, Omar, Zepho, Kenaz, Korah, Gatim, and Amalek. They are the chiefs of Eliphaz in the land of Edom, and they are the grandsons of Ada. These are the sons of Esau's son, Ruel, chiefs Nahath, Zerah, Shema, and Mizah. They are the chiefs descended from Ruel in the land of Edom, and they are the grandsons of Esau's wife, Basimuth. These are the sons of Esau's wife, Oholabamah, chiefs Jeush, Jalem, and Korah. They are the chiefs descended from Esau's wife, Oholabamah, the daughter of Anah. All these are the sons of Esau, that is Edom, and they were their chiefs. These are the sons of Seir the Horite, who were living in the land, Lotan, Shobal, Zibion, Anah, Dishan, Ezer, and Dishan. They are the chiefs of the Horites, the descendants of Seir in the land of Edom. The sons of Lotan were Hori and Hemam. Timnah was Lotan's sister. These are the sons of Shobal, Alvan, Manahath, Ebal, Shepho, and Onam. These are the sons of Zibion, Ayah, and Anah. This is the Anah who found the hot springs in the wilderness as he was pasturing the donkeys of his father Zibion. These are the children of Anah, Dishan and Oholabema, daughter of Anah. These are the sons of Dishan, Hemdan, Eshben, Ithran, and Kiran. These are the sons of Ezer, Bilhan, Zeavan, and Achan. 
These are the sons of Dishan, Uz, and Aaron. These are the chiefs of the Horites, chiefs Lotan, Shobal, Zibion, Ana, Dishan, Ezer, and Dishan. These are the chiefs of the Horites according to their divisions in the land of Seir. These are the kings who reigned in the land of Edom before any king reigned over the Israelites. Bela, son of Beor, reigned in Edom. The name of his city was Dinhabah. When Bela died, Jobab, son of Zerah from Basra, reigned in his place. When Jobab died, Husham from the land of the Temanites reigned in his place. When Husham died, Hadad, son of Bedad, who defeated Midian in the country of Moab, reigned in his place, and the name of his city was Avith. When Hadad died, Samla from Masrachah reigned in his place. When Samla died, Shal from Rehoboth on the Euphrates reigned in his place. When Shal died, Baalhanan son of Akbar reigned in his place. When Baalhanan son of Akbar died, Hadad reigned in his place. His city was named Peu, and his wife's name was Mehetabel, daughter of Matred, the daughter of Mezahab. These are the names of Esau's chiefs, according to their families and regions, by their names. Chiefs Timnah, Alva, Jetheth, Ohalabema, Elah, Pinon, Kenaz, Teman, Mibzar, Magdiel, and Iram. These were the chiefs of Edom, according to their settlements in the land they possessed. Esau was the father of the Edomites. Genesis 37 Now Jacob lived in the land where his father had resided, the land of Canaan. This is the account of Jacob. When Joseph was seventeen years old, he was tending the flock with his brothers, the sons of his father's wives, Bilhah and Zilpah, and he brought their father a bad report about them. Now Israel loved Joseph more than his other sons, because Joseph had been born to him in his old age. So he made him a robe of many colors. When Joseph's brothers saw that their father loved him more than any of them, they hated him and could not speak a kind word to him. Then Joseph had a dream, and when he told it to his brothers, they hated him even more. He said to them, Listen to this dream I had. We were binding sheaves of grain in the field, and suddenly my sheaf rose and stood upright, while your sheaves gathered around and bowed down to mine. Do you intend to reign over us? his brothers asked. Will you actually rule us? So they hated him even more because of his dream and his statements. Then Joseph had another dream and told it to his brothers. Look, he said, I had another dream, and this time the sun and moon and eleven stars were bowing down to me. He told his father and brothers, but his father rebuked him and said, What is this dream that you have had? Will your mother and brothers and I actually come and bow down to the ground before you? And his brothers were jealous of him, but his father kept in mind what he had said. Some time later, Joseph's brothers had gone to pasture their father's flocks near Shechem. Israel said to him, Are not your brothers pasturing the flocks at Shechem? Get ready, I am sending you to them. I am ready, Joseph replied. Then Israel told him, Go now and see how your brothers and the flocks are faring, and bring word back to me. 
So he sent him off from the valley of Hebron. And when Joseph arrived in Shechem, a man found him wandering in the field and asked, What are you looking for? I'm looking for my brothers, Joseph replied. Can you please tell me where they are pasturing their flocks? They have moved on from here, the man answered. I heard them say, Let us go to Dothan. So Joseph set out after his brothers and found them at Dothan. Now Joseph's brothers saw him in the distance, and before he arrived they plotted to kill him. Here comes that dreamer, they said to one another. Come now, let us kill him and throw him into one of the pits. We can say that a vicious animal has devoured him. Then we shall see what becomes of his dreams. When Reuben heard this, he tried to rescue Joseph from their hands. Let us not take his life, he said. Do not shed his blood. Throw him into this pit in the wilderness, but do not lay a hand on him. Reuben said this so that he could rescue Joseph from their hands and return him to his father. So when Joseph came to his brothers, they stripped him of his robe, the robe of many colors he was wearing, and they took him and threw him into the pit. Now the pit was empty, with no water in it. And as they sat down to eat a meal, they looked up and saw a caravan of Ishmaelites coming from Gilead. Their camels were carrying spices, balm, and myrrh on their way down to Egypt. Then Judah said to his brothers, What profit will we gain if we kill our brother and cover up his blood? Come, let us sell him to the Ishmaelites, and not lay a hand on him, for he is our brother, our own flesh. And they agreed. So when the Midianite traders passed by, his brothers pulled Joseph out of the pit and sold him for twenty shekels of silver to the Ishmaelites, who took him to Egypt. When Reuben returned to the pit and saw that Joseph was not there, he tore his clothes, returned to his brothers, and said, The boy is gone. What am I going to do? Then they took Joseph's robe, slaughtered a young goat, and dipped the robe in its blood. They sent the robe of many colors to their father and said, We found this. Examine it to see whether it is your son's robe or not. His father recognized it and said, It is my son's robe. A vicious animal has devoured him. Joseph has surely been torn to pieces. Then Jacob tore his clothes, put sackcloth around his waist, and mourned for his son many days. All his sons and daughters tried to comfort him, but he refused to be comforted. No, he said, I will go down to Sheol mourning for my son. So his father wept for him. Meanwhile, the Midianites sold Joseph in Egypt to Potiphar, an officer of Pharaoh and captain of the guard. Genesis 38 About that time, Judah left his brothers and settled near a man named Hira, an Adullamite. There Judah saw the daughter of a Canaanite man named Shua, and he took her as a wife and slept with her. So she conceived and gave birth to a son, and Judah named him Ur. Again she conceived and gave birth to a son, and she named him Onan. Then she gave birth to another son and named him Shelah. It was at Kesib that she gave birth to him. Now Judah acquired a wife for Ur, his firstborn, and her name was Tamar. But Ur, Judah's firstborn, was wicked in the sight of the Lord. 
so the Lord put him to death. Then Judah said to Onan, Sleep with your brother's wife, perform your duty as her brother-in-law, and raise up offspring for your brother. But Onan knew that the offspring would not belong to him. So whenever he would sleep with his brother's wife, he would spill his seed on the ground, so that he would not produce offspring for his brother. What he did was wicked in the sight of the Lord, so he put Onan to death as well. Then Judah said to his daughter-in-law Tamar, Live as a widow in your father's house until my son Shelah grows up. For he thought, He may die too, like his brothers. So Tamar went to live in her father's house. After a long time, Judah's wife, the daughter of Shua, died. When Judah had finished mourning, he and his friend Hira the Adolamite went up to his sheep shearers at Timnah. When Tamar was told, Your father-in-law is going up to Timnah to shear his sheep, she removed her widow's garments, covered her face with a veil to disguise herself, and sat at the entrance to Anaim, which is on the way to Timnah. For she saw that although Shelah had grown up, she had not been given to him as a wife. When Judah saw her, he thought she was a prostitute, because she had covered her face. Not realizing that she was his daughter-in-law, he went over to her and said, Come now, let me sleep with you. What will you give me for sleeping with you? she inquired. I will send you a young goat from my flock, Judah answered. But she replied, Only if you leave me something as a pledge until you send it. What pledge should I give you? he asked. She answered, Your seal and your cord, and the staff in your hand. So he gave them to her and slept with her, and she became pregnant by him. Then Tamar got up and departed, and she removed her veil and put on her widow's garments again. Now when Judah sent his friend Hira the Adolamite with the young goat to collect the items he had left with the woman, he could not find her. He asked the men of that place, Where is the shrine prostitute who is beside the road at Anaim? No shrine prostitute has been here, they answered. So Hira returned to Judah and said, I could not find her. And furthermore, the men of that place said, No shrine prostitute has been here. Let her keep the items, Judah replied. Otherwise we will become a laughingstock. After all, I did send her this young goat, but you could not find her. About three months later, Judah was told, Your daughter-in-law Tamar has prostituted herself, and now she is pregnant. Bring her out, Judah replied. Let her be burned to death. As she was being brought out, Tamar sent a message to her father-in-law. I am pregnant by the man to whom these items belong. And she added, Please examine them. Whose seal and cord and staff are these? Judah recognized the items and said, She is more righteous than I, since I did not give her to my son Shelah. And he did not have relations with her again. When the time came for Tamar to give birth, there were twins in her womb. And as she was giving birth, one of them put out his hand. So the midwife took a scarlet thread and tied it around his wrist. This one came out first, she announced. But when he pulled his hand back and his brother came out, she said, You have broken out first. So he was named Perez. Then his brother came out with the scarlet thread around his wrist, and he was named Zira. Thanks for listening. 
and join us tomorrow as we listen to God's Word. Questions or comments? Email us at info at listentogodsword.org.